Hello, and welcome to the Art of Living Well podcast. I'm Stephanie May Potter, and I'm here with my co-host, Marnie Dodges-Marmette. We created the Art of Living Well podcast to empower you to live your happiest, healthiest, and most authentic life. Each week, we will bring you inspiring and motivating conversations covering health and wellness topics, including fitness, mindset, food, travel, product reviews, and strategies from a variety of experts, including our own bank of knowledge. We are excited to educate, motivate, and inspire you to change the way you perceive health and discover your art of living well. Get ready to feel inspired. Hello and welcome to episode number 10 of the Art of Living Well podcast. I'm Stephanie May Potter and I'm here with my co-host, Marnie Dodges-Marmette. In today's episode, you will hear from Erin Newkirk, who is an award-winning innovator with rich leadership in technology, consumer packaged goods, and healthcare. Erin is one of Twin City Business's 100 people to know, and she is relentless in driving recognition for the company she champions. Notably, Entrepreneur Magazine's 100 Brilliant Companies, which was Red Stamp, Forbes' Next Billion Dollar Startup, Bright Health, and Mini Inno's 2019 Inno on Fire, Local Crate. Built on 25 years of vibrant work-life experience, Erin created and champions a holistic growth model that will help you and your team put strategies in place to maximize your potential in work and in life. We're excited to share with you Erin's latest business endeavor, Satya, an initiative she says is based on helping founders and leaders succeed through speaking their truth and getting them to the point where they are working their best life. I have no doubt that whatever you do or wherever you are on your life's journey, that you will be inspired by our conversation with Erin. Erin, thank you so much for coming today. We are so excited to have you on the podcast. So I met Erin a little over a year ago through both of our sons, whose names are both Will, and we met at school and they instantly became friends. And then we discovered that we lived only a mile apart and we're both members of Modern Well, which is this amazing women's co-working facility in Minneapolis. So I'm lucky to get to see Erin often there. Erin is such a wealth of knowledge, which she is always eager to share. And every time we chat, I walk away with at least one new tip, tool, or resource that I can implement into my life immediately. So thank you for spending your valuable time with us today. Well, thank you guys so much for having me. I'm excited for this podcast. It's something the world needs more of. So Marnie and Steph, thank you. So Erin, you have such an extensive and successful career in marketing and then as an entrepreneur. Can you briefly share your journey and how it's led you to your latest business project, Satya? Keyword briefly, so I will try and keep this <laughs> inside. Uh, you know, I've had a lot of really amazing background experience, big companies. The entrepreneurial bug hit me about mm, around 15 years ago, I would say, well, almost 20 now, actually, when... I was at General Mills doing amazing things in an amazing company and realized that there were a lot of needs and wants out there that consumers had, that I had, that um, weren't being met necessarily by the bigger companies. And so that's when I decided to dive in a little bit more on the mission around making relationships stronger. That launched into Red Stamp, which was founded officially in 2005. Which I loved, by the way. I, <laughs> no, used it. I miss you. it still. I use it I all know. the time. I miss it too. I miss Side it note, too. Sorry. But thank you so much. <laughs> um, no, thank you for saying that. That's really nice. So Red Stamp launched, grew it over 10 years, um, sold it in 2013 to the Taylor Corporation, 
which was an amazing experience, just that whole idea of building, founding something, building it, um, watching it sell, and then working there for a couple of years. From Red Stamp, I went and helped launch um, Bright Health, which was um, is a very vibrant and large startup growth company here in town centered around health insurance. From Bright Health, I decided to go help some friends at Local Crate. So it was all about decentralizing the food system, um, and making it really convenient to consume great local food. All the while, I've been helping entrepreneurs and working with entrepreneurs wherever I can. Founders are amazing and soon to be founders, as I call people with ideas and a burning feeling inside to launch something. Um, So both founders and soon to be founders, I think, are some of the biggest game changers in the world and anything I can do to, to help them foster that confidence and that knowledge that it's really important to me. So Satya came out of that. Um, the idea of being able to work your best life through doing something that you feel really passionate about. Love that. And tell us what the word Satya means. Yeah. So Satya means your benevolent truth in Sanskrit. Sanskrit is ancient, beautiful language. There's a lot of context around it as well. So it's the idea of being able to do something that really is meaningful to you, being able to articulate it in a way that helps fuel your purpose and other people's needs and wants. Yes. So needed. So needed. <laughs> well, thank so you. you mentioned that you consider yourself an advisor. Yes. And I'm wondering, what exactly does that mean? Like, how can individuals or entrepreneurs um, kind of adopt the mindset that you use and apply to their individual lives and how do you help them? Yes, great question. So uh, the idea of an advisor, you know, there there are a lot of people out there that consult, that coach. Um, an advisor to me is someone who does all of the above. I think there's just different times for consulting. There's different times for coaching. Um, sometimes you need to be, you know, the one in the room that is truly helpful and gives some tough love and advice. Um, so the idea of being an advisor really is wrapping up all of the things to help people fuel their inherent greatness. I like to say that I'm a holistic growth advisor, a holistic growth coach, whatever the the situation needs in the sense that, you know, a lot of times when you have an idea for something, um, you go ahead and launch that. It's fueled by something that happens in your home life or in your self life or in your work life, or you see it out there in the workforce. Um, And then when you start launching it, you're really diving in and working just on the thing at work, forgetting that there are these other areas of your life that not only lift you up, but would lift up what you do in your work. And so the idea of being an advisor in the sense is taking all the very best of your home, yourself, your work, identifying some really clear objectives, goals, strategies, and tactics to keep all of those pillars really, really strong and move forward so that you can actually put all of your goodness out there um, into your business. Wow. (laughs) I know. I know. (laughs) Well, you know, I know. It's kind of heady when you think about it. Um, So so actually, the second part of your question, Marnie, is is really around how um, to access that, right? To how how to make that approachable, because it sounds pretty lofty. And it is. um, I mean, because you asked my husband and son if I'm working my best life. And I think it probably depends on the day a little bit, right? We're all human. Um, So, you know, I work one-on-one with some people. Um, I do some workshops. I try and speak where I can or do panels. One of the things that I'm really excited about, we can get in later, but I have, am launching something called the Advisory, and I launched, well, I launched it now after this airs um, in January, so we Ooh, can tap more into that as hear we talk. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. We'll, we'll get to that. Great. <laughs> All right, Erin, let's talk a little bit about work-life balance, because I know this is an area that you're deeply passionate about. And I, in my former career, I can recall 
literally spending hours sorting through analytics and data with all the staff to, you know, look at people's hours and productivity, because that was something that was always, you know, in exit interviews, right, Um, an issue. And you'd spend all this time in trying to implement programs, and then literally people the next day would walk into your office and give their two weeks notice. So all this effort was, seemed sort of wasted. And I know I've struggled with it quite a bit in the past. So can you tell us why work-life balance gets such a bad rap? And really, I mean, what how you suggest we look at this area a little bit more holistically? Yes, great question. Um, Something I'm really, really passionate about, the whole notion of work-life balance. Um, So I have a couple of thoughts on it. First of all, the whole idea of having a bad rap. I think most of it is because we say, okay, you have your work, and then you have all the other stuff that isn't work. How do you balance those two things? Well, to your point, you just mentioned the stuff, but you don't, if you're not really setting up measurements and ways to think about those two really, really big concepts, it's very, very difficult to achieve any sort of balance because you have you know, work and then ugh, everything else life. Mm-hmm. So one of the things that I spend a lot of time on sitting down and saying, all right, let's define what life really means for you. And most of the time, it's really divided up into home, however you define home. You know, whether or not you have a family that you're immediately living with and taking care of, or perhaps you're taking care of your parents. I mean, that's something that is very real for most Americans today, right? Where you're sort of sandwiched in between kids and parents. Or you're going home to a roommate, or you're going home to your pets, whatever it is. There's the whole notion of home, and then there's the notion of self. And so when you talk about work-life balance, it's really understanding within the realms of work, within the realms of home, within the realms of self, what is it that you're trying to do? And be very intentional about those, those different concepts. And I think that you know the fact that we pit work and life against each other, which is the inherent meaning behind finding that balance, um, is interesting, right? Because I think... To draw upon great inspiration, you need a very vibrant life outside of work. So how can we make those things work in tandem? And then measure them. So not only setting up the intentions, but also then the measurement and then the right actions or attentions behind the the intentions that you set up. And so when you're working with people one-on-one or in a workshop, you know, maybe one of the things, or could you give us just like a snippet of something maybe tactical even yeah, that sure. you could do to try to, you know, within these three w- realms and looking at the work and the home and the self. Sure. So, um, you know, I just touched on a little bit of that with intention versus attention. So it's a very interesting notion, right? Like both intention and attention, the concepts there, it's all about transformation. Intention is more about the transformation through thought And attention is more about the transformation through energy or actions that you take. And I think most of us live attention to attention instead of sitting down and being like, okay, the transformation that I want doesn't necessarily need to occur through energy. You know, you've heard the concept of people saying like, okay, you're working, but it doesn't really look like you're working. And Mm -hmm. it's like, no, actually I'm working because I'm sitting down and saying, where do I want to take this? What do I want to do? So being more strategic. So that's one of the things that we talk a lot about. That sounds extremely valuable. <laughs> totally. Does. Like my mind is spinning as I'm listening to you. Yes. Right. Well, and I mean, depending, you know, I, I think women of a certain age, which um, is what I am and a lot of the people I talk to, you know, you have that notion somewhere around between 38 and 45 where you're thinking to yourself, gosh, you know, I've done so much in my life. 
but it feels like I'm on this treadmill. And these yeah. these concepts yeah. sound really familiar, right? Yeah. And it's mostly because you're going attention to attention. So you are creating transformation. You are doing meaningful and important things. But sitting down and just saying, like, instead of instead of running around today, I'm actually just going to sit down at the beginning of the day and plan what I'm going to do. Little things like that to become more intentional. Yes. So, and that kind of leads into an exercise that I know you like to lead called your best day. Can you expound on that a little bit? Yes, definitely. I mean, if you guys are game too, we can actually go through it. Okay. I remember we did this, I think, at the workshop last spring. Yes. Yes. This is... I've never done it before. So, So guinea pig and expert. No, 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 not by far an expert. Um, You know, I think... So Seth Godin, who my background is in marketing, so um, he's someone I've studied over the years. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he wrote ever since he wrote his manifesto, The Purple Cow. It's a great read, actually, even today. But it's this idea of um, he, he's always pointed out things that are very human behavior, human centric before we even use the term human centric. But he has this amazing quote that for me really um, grounded me um, in figuring out, you know, how to help people do the work that we're talking about today. And the quote was, instead of wondering what your next vacation is, maybe you should set up a life that you don't need to escape from. Um, and that was that's pretty poignant when you think about it, because when you talk about best day morning, it's like most people think, oh, it's on a beach, drinking a you know cocktail, feet in the mm-hmm. sand. And that is a lovely day. Do not get me wrong. I hope everyone has many of those. Um, but it's not your every day, right? right? Right. So the idea of best day is... Starting from yourself, you know, I talked a lot about the self, home, and work. Starting with yourself, instead of looking and seeing what is out there, quote, out there in work um, and in, you know, non-work, but instead of setting that whole day based on what you should be doing, it's really what feels good to you. So if we're game, this is how it works. And if you're driving, do not do this right now. (laughs) But the idea... Take note for later. Take note exactly. for later. Well, just listen to this again. You know, several times, actually. <laughs> um, okay, so everyone who's listening and is able, um, close your eyes and take a deep breath. Breathing in and breathing out. And breathing in and breathing out. So let your mind go and just consider the following. You're sleeping. You're about to have the very best day of your life. What time are you waking up? And how are you waking up? What's the very first thing that you do? Where are you? And what does it feel like around you? Who is the first person that you want to see when you wake up? What is it that you want to do? What is it that you want to accomplish by the time you leave your house in the morning? What are you wearing? What do you smell? As you head out the door, What is that feeling in your heart? What are you most excited about for the day? As you drive to work or you drive to school, whatever it is, what are you listening to? Who are you talking to and what are you saying? 
as you go throughout your day, think about the most meaningful conversations that you have and the most meaningful work that you do. What does that feel like? What does that look like? And then when you're rounding out your day, what time are you closing your notebook or your computer, grabbing your things and going, and where are you headed to? As you head home, what does that look like? Who is it that you're most excited to see? Dinner time, who's gathered around your table? Bedtime routine, what are you listening to? Who are you talking to? Tucking into bed, are you an 8 p.m.er or a 10 p.m.er? What's the last thing you think of as you close your eyes and you go to sleep? Okay, you can open your eyes. Well, hopefully at the very least you're more relaxed now because just, just breathing. Say, I feel so relaxed right now. <laughs> like I was just, that was really relaxing. That was, that was much needed. <laughs> well, I think so nice. it's one of those things that we just don't take enough time. And you know, the whole thing took about two minutes. Yeah. So when you think about it, that's how you make your days feel endless and wonderful is just taking a moment to close your eyes, breathe, and think about those things. And you could set a timer. Um, there's a wonderful Apple Watch app that I have is one of my main home screen apps called oh, Breathe. Mm-hmm. There are lots of actually apps out there called Breathe. Mm-hmm. Um, but this one comes with the Apple Watch. And uh, it's, it's possible where you can just tap it and then breathe for a minute. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Mm-hmm. And it is amazing how you reset. So there's even the breathing resetting of the exercise I just did. But the bigger picture is to sit down and start being more intentional, right? Mm-hmm. And you can see where intention comes out. That's what I'm talking about with transformation through thought. Even if it means changing up what you're listening to in the morning, deciding, you know what, I'm not going to take the conference call or the call on my way to work or dropping off, you know, my kiddos at school or whatever it is mm-hmm. and just like listening to a podcast. or listening to music. It's little subtle changes that you can make throughout your day Mm -hmm. that make you feel more centered and focused and really start getting into some of the holistic growth that I'm talking about. Right. And then do you find, and do people that you work with find, that then when they do get to work, you know, are they more productive with their day and happier? And how does that all manifest out, right? Yes. I mean, that's that's what I hear. That is my intention. No, yeah. Yeah, that's, um, that's, that's the goal for sure. I think it, it's amazing to me how often, and it's something I, we're conditioned in our society where we ha- think things are black and white or 100% or 0%. We're truly like as some of the most amazing people I know who think that they're really unhappy at work or not fulfilled at work, they can make these subtle little changes and still be at the same place of work, still making the money that they want to make. They don't have to make a dramatic life change, but because they've thought through their day and they start putting in little pieces of home or self into their work day, they're just happier. I've actually had that own, my own personal experience with that, with my oh, cool. promotional products business and then my health and wellness business, where yes. once I started the health and wellness business, it was like, okay, I'm fulfilled. I'm happy now. I don't mind doing the other yes. things. It's the same kind of thing, right? That's like, awesome. Yes, exactly. Because if you know what it is that makes you tick, you know, and right. you're being fulfilled by the knowledge that you're learning and you're able to even bring it in, I'm sure mm-hmm. your customers feel it, you feel it, everyone feels it. It's awesome. Well, great. You know, one thing I noticed on your website that you specifically talk about, um, 
is there you have something in there called my tree and i'd be curious just share with our listeners a little bit about how you how this plays out in your day-to-day life and how others can incorporate elements into their lives in order to you know get back to the work and live their best life which kind of just goes into what we were just talking about yes so um it it is pronounced my tree Mm -hmm. at least that's my understanding i'm not fluent in sanskrit it's (laughs) another one of those those words that we were talking about before um but it's spelled m-a-i-t-r-i and it's just this concept of loving kindness which I think people are a little bit more familiar with, but Mm -hmm. depending on how far along you are on that wellness, health and wellness spectrum, um, it's just this idea of showing kindness towards others while loving yourself. And it's pretty powerful when you think about it. So, you know, one of the really practical ways to practice my tree is to do something that feels really good to you and good to another person. Um, So, you know, through recommendations, for example, it can be as simple as that, like telling, you know, five of your closest friends, your favorite restaurant or gifting someone um, a new tea that you've been trying. It, it really does feel good Mm -hmm. to be good and to do good. So that's the the notion of it. And it's amazing. You know, most people think, oh, gosh, I've really got to go out of my way to do things like that. And I get it. It's overwhelming. But if there's something that makes you really happy and that you see and fills you up, sharing that with others is a really great way to practice my tree. Yes. I love that. And I love it because you can really model it and have your kids do it too, right? Yes, exactly. Exactly. And the world definitely needs more of that right now, right? I mean, we do. We need more loving kindness. Yes. Yes. Well, you know, it's... It is amazing when you think about it, because I think conversations like these and podcasts like you're launching are coming at a time when people need them the most. And mm-hmm. as a society, it's one of the very positive things to think about that's coming out of this time, you know, in a time where people are a little bit more stressed, uh, divided, right? Mm-hmm. It's right? nice to actually yes. have these moments where we sit down and talk with each other. So thanks for doing this, yes. you guys. This is like your form of my tree, actually, this <laughs> it podcast. Is. It <laughs> is. They are trying that's, to... a, that's a compliment. It is. <laughs> I like yeah. that. Yes. Um, so tell us about this new, um, is it a company that you're launching or an advisory? Yes. Or well, it's, I, how would you tell me about it? Yes. Tell us about it's it. all of the things. Um, so that's all under the umbrella of, of Satya. Okay. Um, and you can find out about it on my website, which is erinnewkirk.com or projectsatya.com. They go to the same place. Um, but it is just this combination of advising. So that's the one-to-one coaching or, you know, one of the other fabulous things I've had the honor to do is work with Village Bank, which is a community bank in town. Mm-hmm. Also, they have a big presence at Modern Well as well. And they've decided that they really want to help entrepreneurs and people who are starting businesses get off on the best foot with their banking. So they're hosting a series of workshops and talks, um, and there will be more actually coming in 2020. So make sure to update. Yes, update those. Um, but had the pleasure of, of interviewing Amanda Brinkman um, and Allie Kaplan and some really amazing people. So it's everything from working with like-minded companies who want to actually practice mindful yet helpful and practical um, things for people who are trying to start their own business to doing the one-on-one coaching. As I mentioned, hinted to earlier, but in January, um, I'm launching the advisory, mm-hmm. which is a collective of all of the work that I'm doing at a really affordable price point for companies and you know founders and soon-to-be founders, as I said, who want to launch their own company, help them gain some really knowledgeable tips and um, actions and understanding of concepts that may have been intimidating to them and a roadblock to starting their businesses, 
wanted to do that in a way where someone doesn't have to go out and like hire a coach or hire a consultant because mm-hmm. that's out of the price point for a lot of people. So you can find out about all of that stuff on my website. Okay. And we will link all of this up in the show notes too. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. That's a little rambly, but that's, that is, there's a lot that encompasses okay. what it is that I'm doing. Yes. Okay. No, that, that sounds, sounds great. great. <laughs> so the one question that we like to ask all of the guests on our podcast is what does the art of living well mean to you? Oh, interesting. Well, I, I think it means something different for everyone. So I think understanding what it means to you as mm-hmm. a human is a pretty important concept. So taking the time to actually think through that. Um, but it really is. It's living your best life. It's working your best life. It's being the best person that you can to the people around you. So inherently, it's about being happy, finding joy. Mm-hmm. Um, and there are lots of ways to do it that speak to you, which is so exciting. And I love that you guys are featuring all of these different facets because it really can span everything from yoga to travel, mm-hmm. you know, to, to working, whatever it is. So hats off to you ladies and thank you (laughs) um and so i know you mentioned this before but tell us again how can we find you if we want to stay in touch with you yes the best way to do it is to go to my website which is erinnewkirk.com it always sounds weird to actually say your name in a url but that's what it is (laughs) um yeah and sign up i do newsletters and that sort of thing so i love to keep in touch are you on social media i am i'm not the best at social media it's Mm -hmm. been one of my mindful filtering practices actually um so it's better to sign up okay okay that's good i like that yes (laughs) well thank you so much for coming on our show today i know this was such a wonderful conversation oh thanks well thanks i agree thank you so much thank you bye bye I am so ready for our liver detox and group coaching program to start on January 13th. Oh, I'm right there with you, Marnie. This holiday season has been so much fun, but come January, I know my liver needs a break and I'm ready to just remove a lot of the toxins that um, that are in our body. And I've been consuming a, a few more of them lately. Totally. And coming home from vacation and Just starting out the new year where you give your system a break to reduce inflammation and improve your digestion. It's a seven-day liver detox. There's um, support and accountability. We're going to have an amazing group, um, and you'll get full access to Marnie and myself on a daily basis. You also get recipes that are liver detox friendly and easy and delicious to make for you and your family. We would love to have you join our community. We're going to be offering two different programs. The first one is the seven-day functional medicine liver detox. And this year we're including a five-week add-on option called Nourish to Flourish in the New Decade. And we're doing that because we've heard from a lot of our clients that they um, are feeling like it's really hard to just jump back into life after the seven-day detox, right? They want more exactly so So they feel so great but then they're trying to figure out how to incorporate some of the new habits that they learned into everyday life and we can also work with you through adding back additional foods that you had eliminated over the seven days help you navigate with that we're going to offer weekly live video sessions there's going to be private daily support for this community and we're going to be covering topics you know mindset related sleep stress and anxiety, and a whole host of other topics that um, will really help you dive in and hone in on maybe why you're making certain choices or, you know, a lot of us with the mindless eating, we want to really dive in and focus on 
getting to the root of some of our behaviors. And then empower you to shift your mindset so you can really start to incorporate these habits into your daily life. Exactly. So if you want to sign up, we'd love to have you join this amazing community. Go on over to theartoflivingwell.us backslash programs and you can get a lot of more detailed information. And certainly reach out to us if you have any questions. And we'd love to have you as part of our community. Happy New Year. Thank you so much for listening to the Art of Living Well podcast. We are so grateful that you joined us today. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend or anyone else you think may benefit from this information. We'd love for you to subscribe to our podcast, leave us a review, and tag the Art of Living Well podcast on social media. If you want more inspiration in between episodes, you can find us on social media at theartofliving underscore well on Instagram and Facebook, where we will share snippets from our daily lives and our journey to living well. Mm-hmm.